Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Hello listeners, welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Joining me today is... Hold on a sec, I, I gotta get this name right. Kit... Kit... Rit... Rat, 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 Richards. Yeah, hell yeah, you got it. Oh, good. With the, even with the stuttering and the the that, hesitation. Is that's that how I prefer it to be pronounced. Yeah. Okay, good. Now I know that. <laughs> okay. More hesitation <laughs> and stuttering. Mm-hmm. All right, we're here today, and we record these things far in the future or far in the past. Our listeners know that, but let's pretend today is March 22nd, because that's what date this is. It's I, been yep. released. I'm holding a newspaper. It says March 22nd on it. What's happened today in the news? Uh, politicians still suck. Yep. <laughs> that makes sense. Our government's no good. <laughs> it's and a safe bet. And that's, a high, that's the height of the political commentary you can expect from me, because <laughs> I don't know nothing. Uh. But this week, Comedy Festival starts. Yes. Finally. I'm shitting my britches over here. I don't know how my guest feels, but how do you feel, Kim? Um, I feel fine right now. I don't start to panic until five minutes before I start. And then I remember that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, then you mm. start feeling like, Fran, fine. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, no, how did I get in this position? Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> oh, no. I'll keep calling you that even though we're married in the later episodes. <laughs> weird stuff. Weird stuff, that mm. show, Vanetti. Oh, it's so good, though. I'm a big fan. What's up with that fucking butler, though? <laughs> with the freaking jibes and the, and the snips. Yeah, he probably would have got fired real quick if that was real. You know? But it wasn't real. It was a TV show. <laughs> what do you mean? It was a TV show. There was I don't people, laugh, you. people laughing and everything. You don't have a whole studio audience in your house? I did, but I kicked them out. Oh, my God. That made me feel bad about my life. I already feel bad about. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, Vanani, that ran yes. for six seasons. Six? S- about, about that. Okay. It uh, feels like it, it's just never ended. Oh, no, because it lives forever in syndication. It's true. Thank God. Speaking of six seasons, six seasons, one day, Melbourne, Melbourne International Comedy <laughs> Festival. Yep. We're both panicking. We are both panicking. Well, you're not going to panic until five minutes before the show, but I'm always in a state of panic. Yes. What's your secret to delaying the panic? Um, I think it is years of therapy and medication. Okay, well, I, I have that too. That yeah. hasn't helped, helped me at all. <laughs> I guess um, I've got other people on stage with me. So if I forget, I just be like, all right, take it from here. And I walk off the stage and I'm done. <laughs> okay, now this explains the enigma that is Kit Richards. <laughs> Every time you've forgotten something, 
I've noticed you'll poke someone with a stick from off stage and go, okay, your turn now. It's true, yeah. I think um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes if my career continues because then I'll just be like, um, well, sorry, Husey, <laughs> I'm done. It's your turn now, which I think will be a good platform for him. You know, he hasn't really had a good big chance. But, um, yeah. Especially you're giving him a problem by... Um... You know, poking him with that stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I haven't been sued yet, but maybe soon. Oh, can you get sued by being poked with a stick? I think so. Surely uh, you could say that it was like grievous bodily harm. The way that I poke people with okay. sticks. Okay. <laughs> so not only are you poking people with a stick, you're poking them to the point where it's considered grievous bodily harm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Go hard or go home, right? Jesus Christ, what next? You're going to go all Gigi Allen <laughs> shit on the stage, poking at people? What's I next? Don't know. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I reference him all the time on this show. Oh, you've called me out for not listening. <laughs> sure have. Oh, no. <laughs> he's a cartoon character. Well, pretty oh. much. No, he's a real, he was a real person. He pretty much was a human cartoon character. Oh. Oh, there you go. But there's type of cartoons that air at 1am that yeah. aren't for kids. Oh, okay. The best kind. Well, depending on your thoughts and the feelings on it. Yeah. I guess um, my favourite cartoons are like Bob's Burgers and The Simpsons. I guess they're for kids as well. Well, they're, they're kind of more all ages, right? Yeah. They're not made for children, but they're not made exclusive. Oh, hang on exclusion exclusionary of you know what i'm trying to say yeah i get it help me like like you know the whole family can watch even though occasionally they say like ass or something yeah or they make a joke that's a bit off color but not too off color yeah so the kids just sort of just they don't understand so whoosh over the head exactly you make a bunch of whoosh jokes um i don't think i've ever made a whoosh joke i don't know how have you all the time. My whole career is just whoosh jokes. Goes over everyone's heads. Oh, yeah. Gigi Allen! Went over your head. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I have made jokes that have gone over people's heads. That's true. I just don't know how to write them specifically to only go over the heads of children, but to hit adults. Mm. It's every. It's either everyone or no one. You know what I mean? Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the Richard's Manifesto. It is the Richard's Manifesto. My book's coming out. Okay, so what else is in this manifesto about your, please teach me comedy? Okay, all right. Um, I will. Um, what else is in my manifesto? Um, tell good jokes. Be <sighs> funny always. Oh, God. Never turn off. Oh, God. Um, um, be, be a man. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Hmm. Um, I'm almost there. Yeah. Closer than me. Hmm. <laughs> um, and those are all the secrets I'm going to give out. Really? I mean, that's just a taste. That's a taste. Right. Yeah. Okay. You got to buy the book. Yeah. It's um, 600 pages. Mm, about $50. $50. Exactly. But it'll have a lot of little comedy tricks in there. And pictures too, right? Because you've yeah. got a lot of diagrams about how you should look on stage and mm -hmm. how you should gesticulate on stage. Exactly. There's a whole chapter about slapstick that's all pictures. 
which you need because you can't just put that finger down in words. It's very difficult. If you don't get the same type of laugh, you know, if you don't have the pictures. Yeah, I'm just I'm 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 agreeing with you just, si- <laughs> just silently. I think that's really good for a podcast. Which is great. <laughs> I haven't learned anything over this 60 episodes? Oh, congratulations. Oh, that's <laughs> nothing to congratulate. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck this show is anymore. That's okay. Have you um, destroyed comedy yet? Well, everyone thinks that's the aim of the show. It's oh. just a name I pulled out of my uh, butt. Okay. I like to tell the audience exactly what my show is in the title of my show. So we sure. differ there. Okay. And that's the enigma again. It is. That's one of the tips in the manifesto. Okay. <laughs> the title should be like what it says on the tin. Exactly. You, exactly. Shouldn't, you shouldn't trick people. No. I think like pun names, I'm just, you know, like, na- like show names are just a pun of your name. It, that doesn't tell you anything. I want a full description. I uh, want it to be like, um, I don't know. Who's a comedian? Give me a comedian. Carl Barron. Carl Barron um, is bald and tells jokes. <laughs> That's a good title for his show. Not bad. Mm. I mean, I can see it. He is bald and he tells jokes. Yeah. So give me a call <laughs> if anybody needs needs an idea of what to call. What's your show called? Uh, Rainbow Piss. Okay. Well, I don't understand <laughs> what, what's going to happen. But to be but fair, it's intriguing. but to be fair, it does reference something in the show. Great, that's a big part of it. So it is. I am following your advice. You are just not for this show. No, but I think that um, Rainbow Piss makes me be like, well, I wonder what that is. So that's intriguing enough to get an audience in. But if you called yourself like, oh, I'm terrible at puns. Have you got a pun of your name ready to go? I keep getting suggested mm. purdy little liars. Yeah, see, if you called it purdy little liars, I'd just be like, well, who knows what that's going to be. So I would suggest against it, unless you were going to do an hour of pretty little liars material. That mm-hmm. is perfect. Which is big, which is big right now, especially Huge. in Melbourne. <laughs> Everyone will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's really hit its peak in the zeitgeist at the moment, I think. Mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. 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 They were little, they were pretty, they were liars. They were. Speaking of names, mm. uh, you, your show has a name. It does have a name. You should, you should say it. Sounds you better, to... better, <laughs> it sounds better coming out of you. <laughs> okay. It's called um, Reflection. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I've already forgotten the title of my own show. It's called Scandal, a Reflection on Essendon's Doping Saga, the Musical. Okay, so I hear that. Yeah, what do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be either a reflection on a scandal uh-huh. and an accident doping saga. Yep. And maybe there's some musical numbers. Correct. That's exactly what it is. Okay, well, I'm learning. Yeah. See? It's good. Okay, but I'm a dumb idiot and I forget <laughs> things very easily, so... That's okay. I will forget by the end of this show what it was. But I learnt. If it makes you feel better, I can't remember the name of my own show. So we all forget things. Okay, Kit, Kit, mm, Kit, mm-hmm, Kit. Mm-hmm, you, mm. you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to hold my hand through this. You can say, <laughs> Ross, you're a dumb idiot. I can't. 
<laughs> I'm not good at being mean to people to their face. Okay, what behind the back? If you could back. turn around. <laughs> okay, I'm no, going to turn around right now. Ross is a dumb idiot. He's a dumb little idiot. Okay, but really emphasize the little. Like, I am a <laughs> tiny man. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm t- turning um, around again. Ross is so small and so dumb, I can't believe he even managed to get into the studio today. <laughs> is that too mean? <laughs> I'm surprised I was able to get here too. <laughs> so you nailed it. Thanks. Did you nail Dessident doping scandal? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am a massive Essendon supporter, so it is biased a lot. It's very biased. Biased in that it says Essendon, they didn't dope. Yeah. They didn't dope. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Okay. They didn't do it, and I refuse to let anyone tell me that they did. And that's the entire show, but yeah. you, you occasionally sing a song. Yeah, about I reckon every, like, um, five minutes or less. I'll sing a song. Wow, five minutes. That, yeah. is not, that is not enough songs. You don't think that... Um... No, I meant that, like, I've got, like, 12 songs. Is that no. not You want me to, like, the not whole stop thing. singing? Oh, the okay. whole thing. This is an opera now. Okay. I'll, I, have to, I have some phone calls I need to make <laughs> to the band, to um, myself, I guess, in the future. Actually, we are in the future right now. Yeah, because it's, mar- I mean, it's, mar- it's, it's March mar- 22. It's March 22. I have to go back in time and make some phone calls, if you don't mind. To March 7th. Yes. Where this could be recorded, but it's not. It's March 22nd. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's good. I mean, we don't want to break the illusion for we, the audience. We really that, don't. That this isn't made, like, on the day that it's released. Yeah. And that there's some sort of planning, and we don't want that. No, no. No. If they thought that it wasn't live... They'd be really upset. And I reckon they would never listen again. Yeah, I felt that way after finding out Serial wasn't live. Yeah. Also that it was real. Yeah. Do you think he did it? I mean, I don't want to think about it. I <laughs> thought it was just a fun piece of fiction, but now that I know it is real, I feel like it's a bit exploitive. I don't know. Interesting. I can't really remember the details of the case, so I'm not going to comment. But I do remember listening to it, and I thought it was very intriguing. And that's what you say about the yesterday the doping <laughs> scandal, right? Don't remember it. I remember listening, but... <laughs> um, sure. Well, I'll, I'll agree with you. A bit clumsy just then. You were. I smacked the table. I don't know why I did it. Are you okay? Did it hurt? No, did it didn't Do need ha- to call someone? You, no. Okay. I'm all good. Okay. I've got triple zero on speed dial if you need. Okay, speed dial. Yeah. Well, technically, triple zero is the speed dial. Do you reckon it would be faster to, like, press one number and have to remember what that one number is to trigger triple zero or just to call triple zero? One number. I'm not going to press zero three times. No? No, I'm not going to do that. Interesting. What if I lose all my fingers and that's the emergency? (laughs) Can I use my tongue or something? Yeah, that's true. Um, nose? I would go for nose before tongue. Have you lost your nose in this accident as well? Maybe. Okay. It might be just halfway falling off. Interesting. So. What happened to you? Well, I was uh, mowing the lawn. Okay. 
it didn't seem like it was working. So I thought, okay, maybe there's something stuck in there. Oh, Boom. Nose first. Yeah, nose first. <laughs> first, I got to see what that smell was. Yeah. Then I go, okay, maybe there's something in here. Boom, fingers gone. Mm, that's really tough. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Yeah, this hypothetical's really gotten me down. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of hypotheticals. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know if this has anything to do with hypotheticals. Okay. But okay, so you've got a show, it's coming up. Mm. But how did your career begin? When did the butterfly of comedy lay its disgusting eggs inside <laughs> the neck of Kit Richards? Um, it was when I was like 19 and my friend signed me up for an open mic night and I went and I did five minutes and then I didn't do comedy again for about five years. But I thought about it. That's not true. I did do it. I did it on, on and off for a while. I think it was just always there, you know? It was always there in the mm. back of your head. Yeah. It's one of those things when you're um, like an awkward teenager, you know? It's like I'm either going to go into comedy or like become a, like a farmer or something. Hmm. Why didn't you become a farmer? <laughs> um, I don't like dirt. Okay. So, but you went to comedy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't see the I don't see the point of difference. You don't like dirt. Look, you have called me out again, <laughs> right now. Um, I think that at least with comedy I can laugh, but when you're a farmer, you're not allowed to laugh because then you could injure yourself. Okay, my eyes are bugging out right now. <laughs> I'm learning so much right now. Yeah. Farmers don't laugh. Farmers have never laughed. You know that show, Farmer Wants a Wife? That's why they can't find wives. Because they don't have a sense of humour. They humor. don't have a sense of humour. They don't laugh. No. Okay. Now this makes sense. And you were there in the pitch meeting, right? I was. I was right there. It was my idea. I was like, hey, what about farmers who can't find wives be given wives? I've never seen the show. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, it's what it says on the tin, like you suggested exactly. before. Yes. Exactly. And I think reality TV shows are very good at doing that. Married at First Sight, it's obvious. The Bachelor, slightly less obvious, but you still get the idea. Ready, steady, cook, easy. Kind of. <laughs> Yasmin's getting married. Yeah. She was getting married. She was. But then she didn't because it was cancelled over about like three episodes. <laughs> Poor Yasmin. You know, she's never found love since. Okay, well, I don't know what happened to Yasmin. Oh, did Yasmin, is Yasmin just mopping up the floors at Channel 10 or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. They were just like, well, we have to, we still have to pay you for a whole season. So you're, we're going to put you to work. And she got paid a lot. So she's got a lot of work to do. Hmm. So she's still there after all these years. Still there. I don't know how long ago Yasmin's getting married was. I just remember it, it yeah. existed. I have no idea how long ago it was. I reckon 2007. That sounds about right. Okay. So let's just say that. Okay. She's been there since 2007. And that, has, that, is, that is how many years? 14 years, mm. pretty much. Yep. And she's still working off her debt. Still working off That's her debt. That's crazy. I know. Could you see yourself doing that? Um, no. I don't know why I had to think about that for so long. <laughs> but no, I couldn't. 
Well, that's just the type of person you are. You sit back, you think about it. Do I want to work off my debt for a heartless corporation that is Channel 10? Yeah. And I went, no. No, I don't. And so that's why I only work for the ABC. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, the less said about that, the better. I agree. Hashtag their ABC, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. The more... I just hope, you know, I think funding needs to keep getting cut until... Um, no. Nah. I was going to have a go at a joke, <laughs> but I just gave up halfway through, didn't I? Well, that is... That's the spirit on this show. That is the spirit. You're, you're, on, you're on a tangent, then you, you give up. <laughs> I think I just destroyed comedy. I think I did it. I don't think you need to do this anymore. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I was going to say, well, the funding needs to keep getting cut to the ABC because you need to give them some adversity because ah. it will make them work harder. Interesting. See, I was going for a joke of, like, you need to keep cutting the ABC until, like, insert person here doesn't have a job anymore. But I couldn't think of anyone that is funny, you know? You have to say a funny name. Yeah, Russell Howcroft. Sure. From the Gruen Transfer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't watch the Gruen Transfer. <laughs> no one does. No. my I was actually, um, like, this is real. A lot of the stuff I've said so far isn't real. <laughs> but this bit is real. My dad banned me from watching it because he was in advertising for years. And he was like, it's, it's awful out there. We're not watching the Gruen Transfer and giving those people a platform. <laughs> So, you know what? Go. I agree wholeheartedly with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not give a platform to advertisers backslapping each other. I agree. Um, I've been watching all of Mad Men, and um, they don't need a platform. They don't. They don't. These friggin' advertisers from the 60s, and, you know, you think they're one name, but they're another name. Exactly. They're from the war or something. They all... Uh, uh, raised in a, in a brothel, I think. I'm just... Mm-hmm. Is this Don Draper's backstory? Yeah, you're killing I, it. I vaguely remember. Yeah, yeah, you're doing really well. Um, they drink whiskey, they smoke cigarettes, and they don't care. And yeah. I think there needs to be more people who do care on the TV. Yeah, and that is what you're hoping comes out of the acid and doping <laughs> scandal reflection on a musical... Yes. Scandals. Yep. That's it. You nailed the title. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I, what I hope comes out of it. That it's just nice people doing good things. And that incident, they didn't, they didn't dope themselves up. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. People should care more about that. Do you know, no one ever, they, none of them ever tested positive for anything. Surely you need a positive test in order to be accused of something. Okay, now we're on to a new segment on the show called uh, Kits Kits Lost Her Shit. (laughs) Did you see um, the change in my eyes? Oh, yeah. When I started talking about it. (laughs) I was all soft and kind and then just, oh, I wish you could see everybody at home. Oh, just the fire, just Just the the explosion, (laughs) the fireworks. It's true. Oh, I was furious. This is... Kids lost their shit. What's kids? What's what? Do you lost your shit on this week? Um, this week I've lost my shit on um people not putting their masks on when they go on the tram. Uh, it's not hard. Oh, uh, no, it's not. We can put your mask on, people. Put your mask on, people. Are you gonna get a friggin' spray full of cough from Kit Richards? Exactly. And I have the coronavirus. I don't. 
I don't have the coronavirus. It's fine because mm. I have I have the Heineken virus. Oh, great! See, that's the type of jo- low hanging fruit we do on this show. <laughs> yeah. What's um? What else could it be? Because Corona also means crown. Okay. I got the tiara virus. Ah, oh, well, that's just that's just beauty pageants, right? That it's wow. a it's a virus. It is a virus. You're right. Are we getting back onto Kit loses it? Yeah, Kit has <laughs> lost her shit. I've lost my. I just yes, I've lost my shit at beauty pageants. You don't need them. No shit. No. I don't care how they looked. Juggle, juggle tennis balls. Do something. Yeah, I agree. I read an article today about um, this supermodel from the 70s or 80s called Janice Dickinson, and she was saying that um, like Kylie Jenner and the Jenners and all of them are like terrible models. What do you think about that? Well, I think Janice Dickinson, mm-hmm. famous model Janice Dickinson. <laughs> yeah. Is either correct or she's incorrect. That's a really hot take. Yeah. Mm. That's what you get from this show. <laughs> Straight down the line, um, bold opinions. I think she's going to call you out soon. No fence sitting on this show. No, none. Well, if she calls me out, that'll give this podcast some relevancy, but <laughs> I can I desperately need Kit. That's true. Here's a question. How do you feel about sitting on fen- a fence? Literally. It freaking hurts. It does, doesn't it? I don't know why people would want to sit on, like, fence sit. It's, like, the most uncomfortable place to sit. Hmm. This <laughs> give me a lot to think about. Yeah. Maybe a fence isn't a great place to sit. Mm. But also, what's on, the other, what's on the other side of those fences? Um, one side is piranhas. Okay. And the other side um, is, like, a ball pit. That is secretly also piranhas. No! You think it's all fun and good, but boom, it's, it's also piranhas. <laughs> it's true, actually. That's very political. You said you don't get political on the show, but that's very political. Okay, but what, who, which side is which? Well, that's the real test. That depends on what people's opinions are. They'll filter through it their own bias. I agree. And I think we should leave it to the people. Yep. I think we should leave it to the people, let the people talk. I think so. When are you going to have all of the people on the podcast? Well, as we all know, T.I. is the people. That's true. When's he coming on? Well, he's never coming on because he's kind of, he's effed up in the head. Oh. That's... I don't want to get into it, but I'm probably going to end up getting into it, what he does with his daughter and... Oh, yeah. I forgot stuff, that was him. That messed up in the head. Yeah. Damn it, T.I. <laughs> Why'd you have to be all the people? Exactly. Um, do you only ever get comedians on the show or would you, like, just walk down the street and be like, hello, <laughs> do you want to be on a comedy podcast? Okay, so I have had some characters on. Oh, tell me. Well, there was a publicist for the Illuminati. Great. Um... A guy named Big Wave Dave, he was a right. professional hand waver, refused to admit <laughs> that he was using, he was biting off uh, surfer terminology. Interesting. Those sound like good episodes that I should go back and listen to. Oh, yeah, they're very recent too. There you go. Are they coming out? Um, have, are they already out? They're already out. They're By the time <laughs> this is out, they're out. Great. 
I look forward to listening to it backstage of my show to get me in the mood. Great, yes. My mm. my podcast is like a workout mixtape. <laughs> it gets the juices flowing. What's your do you have a pre-show routine? Um, yes. What is it? I I smack myself with an orange. Great. That's really good. I um just like just I just stand around and wait until until it happens. <laughs> till it happens, yeah. And then I sort of leave my body for the show and then I come back in at the end. And I'm like, good on you. <laughs> you don't need me. So you leave your own body and mm. then you're watching yourself on stage. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like how it's hard to sell tickets during comedy festival. Sometimes it's just like, maybe if I leave my own body and become an audience member, that'll... <laughs> and that's how you feel up that's how you your feel. venue. It's that's just, it's just multiple venue. years. Exactly. It took me a long time to get the technique down, but I got it. Wow, and this is this is in the manifesto. This is in the manifesto. How you yes. leave your body yep. and fill out venue. Exactly. It involves um, rolling your eyes back into your head so your like, pupils are looking into your brain. So when you do perform, you do only have like white eyes. It's very scary for everybody watching. But... Also funny. Okay, but also makes you look doped up. And you do not <laughs> want to look doped up because you want to say Essendon aren't doped up. Oh, that's true. Got to work on that. I should think about that, shouldn't I? Yes. Maybe if I roll my eyes back and then paint the whites of my eyes to look like my eyes. That is brilliant. Yeah. You've cracked the pavement right now. I have to go add that to my manifesto, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paint eyeballs. Paint eyeballs, yeah. Okay, and, and get non-toxic paint. That's a really good point. I was going to get toxic paint. No. The okay. only toxic I want is Britney Spears. <laughs> what a reference. On oh, my playlist. Have you seen Free Framing Britney Spears yet? I have not. Mm. All I know is, is, I guess she's framed? Yeah. I guess the title explains it. It did. It does. Just as I say that it should. Right, and they're taking your advice. They are. Everyone's taking my advice. I'm really blowing up in the, like, self-help specifically for titling shows. Mm -hmm. Slash rants. Exactly. For kids lost their shit, which we're still in. We're still in it. Okay, have you lost, what else have you lost your shit in? Um, I've lost my shit about, um, uh, my housemate's not doing the dishes. Oh, come on. Just help me. Come on. Come on. You Come want in, on. You want independence. This is what independence is. Exactly. Idiots. Exactly. And, you know, I'm sick of cleaning up eggs off the floor. Yeah, but why is there eggs on the floor? That is always cracking eggs on the floor as a joke. As a joke? Yeah. What, what's the, what's the punchline? What, what? What came first, the chicken or the egg? And then they crack the egg. <laughs> yeah. And they go, the egg. The egg. Yep. And then I go, come <sighs> on, guys. I'm sorry. Stop that. Are these babies? Yeah, Are you living? I, li I live with babies. You're living with babies? It's true. I um, I mean, I guess like you could call them housemates or you could call them my children. Okay. Well, I was going to say house babies. Or house babies. That's a show. That is a good show, actually. House babies. How do you feel about writing a sitcom called House Babies with me? I think we should do it. I think we should do it too. But I will contribute nothing. I'll just sit on the couch and just 
leech off you and that experience of the difficult time working with me will make its way to the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm so stupid and little and it's amazing I made it into the studio. I won't get that that's what you're coming at it from. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll do a show in like the 2025 comedy festival called um, Stupid Little Man! Exclamation mark. Working with Ross Purdy was a nightmare. The musical. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a musical about me. And that was the whole point of getting you on the show. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Well, actually, yep. I do need something involving musicals. Okay. And you're doing musical shows. This is I your am. second one, right? Yes, it is. Okay, good. I was, I got that right. Yeah, you did my, you did your research. I did that, some research, <laughs> or I was asleep. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but regular listeners would know mm. that I've been trying to get this horror movie sequel off the ground. Tell me. So it. it's Apocalypse Now too. Now okay. it's the Apocalypse. <laughs> okay, I'm on board. Um, we've got a director, we've mm-hmm. got a star. Great. But we've got a writer. Okay. Um, but I'm feeling like right now, the what's the big thing in movies now? Um, CGI. Yes. And it's going to be plenty of that in this <laughs> film, but also musical numbers. Oh. Okay. And, and I can't write musical numbers. Yep. Well, that's where I come in. Yeah, that's where you come in. You have to work with the writer of this movie. Okay. Uh, Martin Dunlop said yes on his episode. Okay, great. He's a funny man. I think so. I don't know. Well, I dragged him into it, and I dragged (laughs) in the director of Catsick Blues and the actor of Catsick Blues. Okay, great. It's a Catsick Blues reunion. Wonderful. And so we need a musical. We're going to make this thing into a musical. Excellent. Um, Okay. Is it a problem if I've never seen Apocalypse Now? Uh, shouldn't be. Great. You'll pick it up. Okay, great. Um, it's about the Vietnam War, isn't it? Yes, it's set during the Vietnam War, but oh. now it's, this is this, pretty much the exact same film, but set in Thailand. Interesting. What happened in Thailand? Uh. The Thailand War? Well, uh, Ed Helms ran into a hotel with tits. Oh. That's what happened. Yep, 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 yep. And that's the horror of war right there. <laughs> that's true. Ed Helms is always on the front line in every war that's ever happened. Oh, most definitely. So, and what else happens in this film? We're bringing back Marlon Brando back to life. Oh, thank God. He hasn't been doing much lately. No. Mm. So we're bringing him back to life. Great. But we actually, you might not know this, the original Apocalypse Now, it has an actual buffalo being slaughtered by a tribe. Oh, my God. Yeah, controversial scene. (laughs) Uh, yeah. We're going to one-up that by having Marlon Brando die on camera. <laughs> by shoving uh, butter into his mouth. Yeah. But yeah. we're not going to tell him beforehand. We want a real reaction. Yeah. I think he'll come back to life and be like, I'm alive. And then, um, and then you'll kill him again on camera. And that'll just be a real bummer for him. A bummer for him. Hmm. Well, let's be honest. He probably deserves it. Wow. He's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. They all are, aren't they? I don't know what he's done. Well, let's just say that it involves a stick of butter. Okay. And that's where that reference comes from. I assumed it was a reference. I'll do my own research when I get You home. probably should, and you won't feel good about it afterwards. <laughs> okay. But okay. then maybe you'll feel good that we're getting revenge by using his own weapon against him. Interesting. 
Okay. And we just think it's just got a bit awkward. That's fine. <laughs> That's what happens in these meetings all the time. <laughs> we talk about Marlon Brando. You can't escape it. Mm. We keep bringing up people um, who shouldn't be brought up. You know? Like Brando. Brando. T.I. Oh, oh, well. We need to give a stick of butter to T.I. Mm. Shove it down his mouth. Yeah. Maybe get a doctor to inspect it beforehand to make sure it's good enough to shove it down his mouth. <laughs> what a reference. So, yeah, maybe we can get T.I. in this too. I think so. He could play one of the other soldiers. Yes. That's a really good part for him. And then he could do a rap. Yeah, and that's part of the musical. Right. Can you write raps? No. Okay. Well, he, I think he can, so. Yeah. I could probably outsource it to him. Sure. Okay, but we need other musicals. Yeah. With numbers. Musical numbers, yeah. Well, we'll have, um, who else is in, in it? So we've got Marlon Brando. Yeah, Brando. Uh, I think we're getting Martin Sheen. Yep. Who was in the original. Okay, great. Uh, Do you know that Martin Sheen had, like, an injury, so he can't put on jackets properly? And that's why in the West Wing, that's, like, how he puts on his jackets weird. Wow, okay. Uh, what's the reason for all the long walking talks? Um, he was also in an accident. Okay, so he can't... <laughs> he can't not walk and talk. Hmm. And the camera has to follow them around, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I've got to oh, no, this is fairly unprofessional. I have Kurt Richards on right now, and I'm about to burp. This is not it. Oh, good. no. Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> it sorted itself out. Okay. Right. What if I give you this instrumental, and you can just some, riff something out of this? Okay. What do you think of? What does this make you think of? Did you want me to sing? If you oh. if you can think if you can think of anything, just riff it. <laughs> Is this cats? <laughs> I mean, it might be. <laughs> okay. Hmm. War. Marlon Brando's going to die. But maybe T.I. will die first. Memory! <laughs> okay, wow. And that's the opening. That's the opening. <laughs> and that's one of those songs that kind of explains what you're about to see, but you're still enthralled and you're still engaged. Exactly, because then you spend the whole thing being like, wait, what? <laughs> when? And then when you see it, you're like, oh, they did it. Hmm. They did it, just like that song said. Yep. Okay, what sort of song be when Marlon Brando was dying? Um, I think the whole thing should just be memory from cats. Okay, let's go. Okay. Dying... Marlon Brando is dying. He is dying. <laughs> I lost it. But he's already dead. And then here's where T.I. will come in with a rap. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The rap breakdown. The rap breakdown in the middle of the Marlon Brando death scene. 
Wow. Wait, does he die at the same time as I Brando? Maybe. Well, we have to, like, have it for creative effect. I mean, like, um, you know, it needs to be done for effect. So we'll have Marlon Brando die. T.I. will do a rap thinking about, you know, how sad it is. He's lost his mate. And then maybe five minutes later, T.I.'s gone. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we're thinking T.I.'s playing the Dennis Hopper part in this? Maybe. In the original Apocalypse Now, Dennis Hopper was a guy that was following Marlon Brando. Ah. Does he die? He didn't die in the original, but he can die in this one because it's the sequel. Yes. Maybe everyone should die in the sequel. Whoa. It's getting very Hamlet right now. It is. Well, Shakespeare, I don't know if you know, but he's a pretty famous guy. Yeah, he's well known. But you know who's more well known? Who? The guy that wrote Showgirls. (laughs) You know what? You're right. You're right. We all know that guy's name. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to say it because we don't want to give him more publicity. No, we respect him too much. It's true. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> I think we should. Respect everyone until they lose your respect. Yep. You know how there's like, you have to earn my respect? I mm-hmm. think it's the opposite. Everyone has respect until they lose it. Yep. And that's what, uh, that's what Gina Gershon said to yep. the showgirls writer. <laughs> and then she said, give me that line again about eating dog food. Yep. And then she said it. Exactly. Okay. Mm. We can't have the whole thing just be memory from cats, though. <laughs> we need at least one that's sort of hip and with it. Okay. Um, sort of in the style of one of the biggest pop stars in the world right now. Who is who? Who? When I say biggest pop star in the world right now, who do you think? Um, Taylor Swift. Okay. Well, maybe five years ago. What? Dua Lipa. Oh, Dua Lipa. I only know that one song, New that, Rules. That's fine. Okay. We only, I only know <laughs> New Rules. <laughs> Great. But could you write something for Apocalypse Now to Now It's the Apocalypse in the style of a Dua Lipa? Yeah. Okay. It's only just hit me that I can't remember how the melody goes, but that's okay because now it's time for Thailand. We're in Thailand and Ed Helms is here and he is on the front line as he always is. Ed Helms is on the front line. Woohoo! I've got new rules. I've got new rules. Rule number one, don't die. Rule number two, don't die. Rule number three, don't talk about dying. Rule number four is um, boogie all night. Damn. (laughs) That also wasn't new rules. I just made made it hard for you just then. Oh, great. Thank God. Um, I think what just happened then is I went into like a B-52s talk singing mode. Ah, the Fred Schneider. Uh-huh, yeah. The good old Fred Schneider. He's still around. We could get yeah. him on this. You should get him on this. He's good. Hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking out loud right now. Yeah. Could Could Fred Schneider add something that important to this, to this movie? I think so. Maybe. I think he could be, he could do like a, um, um... Look at my car. It's as big as a whale. I'm not very good at impressions. 
Look at my whale. It's as big as a Humvee, which we all drive in the army. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That was a really good impression as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I wasn't even trying. <laughs> if I was trying, it would sound like this. That was good. Because I was putting in effort just then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's another song, but in, now in the style of a Dua Lipa's Levitating. Okay. I'm, co- I'm gonna come in. I really wish that I watched Apocalypse Now before I came on the show So I could sing something more About Apocalypse Now And have some good references up my sleeve But I've never seen it It's not a romantic comedy So why would I have seen it? Mm. Okay, it (laughs) is a romantic comedy Is it? Because there's so much tension between Martin Sheen and Marlon Brando. Oh, I love that. Because the will or will they, won't they of the film is, will Martin Sheen kill Marlon Brando? Oh. And they do in the end. There you go. So there you go. Now I don't need to see it. No. And that song just then was New Rules. Okay. <laughs> I switched it up on you. I think I was just, I was just going for it. I was just singing, what, singing my heart song, you know. And your heart song is just a dual leap of <laughs> instrumental. Yeah. I think I was also singing the the melody line of a different song that I can't remember the name of. Um, Love Shack? No. Rome. I can't remember. That doesn't matter. Uh, another B-52 song. Mm. The song they did for Flintstones. Rock Lobster. Uh, yes. That's it. Mm. That's the song. It is a song. So, rock lobster. If you could be a rock or a lobster, what would you be? Um, a rock. Interesting. Too much effort being a lobster. But lobsters, I was about to say lobsters live for like hundreds of years, but then I remembered that rocks also do. <laughs> they, they're immortal. They are. They could live forever until, you know, they crumble into dust. Mm. But then that dust could become something. Wow. And such is the energy of life. Something becomes something else, and then it's just a... It's just a continuation of yeah. life. Speaking of crumbling to dust, this podcast is crumbling to dust. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you should be kind to yourself. Turn back around. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn back around. Comedy has been destroyed here today because anyone who listens to this podcast will never want to laugh again. Like farmers. And farmers are my number one demographic. It's true. Name one farmer. Okay. Jerry. Yep. <laughs> He's a farmer I know. Great. I didn't, I didn't think it wasn't. Bill it Farmer. Wasn't. Bill Farmer. His last name is Farmer. Mm. Big Farmer. Whoa. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. We're putting our tinfoil hats on right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's... That's what you get when you get a Kit Richards on. She comes on with the controversial hot takes. I love controversial hot takes. And that's why we had you lose your shit before. But it's now true. we need you to lose your shit on plugs. Plugs? Do you want me to plug things? Yes. Great. Um, I'm doing my comedy festival show, um, Scandal, Reflection on Essendon's Doping Saga, the musical um, at Trades Hall Common Rooms. From the 25th of March to the 4th of April, um, 6 p.m., 5 p.m. Sundays, no Wednesdays. You should come check it out. It's good, good fun. 
Um, and then I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Just, all that stuff. Just, just look up my name. Just look up her name. You'll yeah. find it. You'll find it. Ugh, do I have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug, Kit? It's probably a comedy festival. Show. Yes. So I'm doing a show. It's called Rainbow Piss. It's the, it's the Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy of Comedy Festival. It's going to... It's going to change the game. Also, I'm doing a late-night variety show on weekends during the festival. Late-night party boys, gone postal variety show, and friends. Love that. And that's the name of the show. And we're going to be doing that. And look it up on Facebook. Look, look at Ross up. Purdy. All the details will be there. Yeah. So, Kat, what have you learned on today's show? Um, I've learned that it's possible to have fun while in a room. Okay, that is that is Okay. And I've learnt about um, how Apocalypse Now ends. Yes. With credits. With credits. Exactly. And here are the credits from start to finish. Marlon Brando. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Martin Sheen. Ma- Martin Sheen. Robert Duvall. Ro- yep, Robert Duvall. Um, um, Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Who directed it? Francis Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. Sophia might have been there. Uh, I, think she di- I think she directed the documentary on the film. Did she? That's also quite famous. Heart, Heart of Darkness. Yeah. Mm. I know that because of community. Ah, yes. Mm. Like in community and their references. <laughs> well, reference this community. We've reached the end of the show. Okay. Reference this community. <laughs> reference this community. That has been on the air for five years. Yeah. I'm really, really up to date <laughs> with things. I guess Harmon would just reference it on Rick and Morty now. I guess. I suppose. I suppose. Reference that, you stupid. Oh, look at how nihilist we are. Ooh, cartoon. Yep. Rick and Morty. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, I've had a great time. Thanks thanks for being on, Kit. Now I'm just really angry. Why? About Kit, Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it. I can't not think about it. Why not? It's pervasive in our culture. It is true. Think about um, Disenchanted instead. Okay. Matt Groening, why are you making this show now? This is, <laughs> this is not the 90s anymore. Oh, great. Now I'm still angry. Okay, let's wrap this up okay. before I punch a wall. <laughs> thank you for having me. I've thank, had a great time. Thank you, Kit. Thank you, Ross. Is it Kit like the car? Yep. Prosperity does not stop coming in!